0: Welcome to GPS for Life for You Kids. I'm Ms. Angela, and I'm so happy that you're tuning in for this teaching today. Today, we will talk about a word that has just a few letters, but it is of huge importance to God. That word is love. Now, hearing the word, I love you, those words typically make us feel very special and happy. Now, although Love is an emotion like feeling happy, sad, or angry. The Bible describes love as not just how we feel, but actually is more what we choose to do in any given situation, in spite of how we might feel. So, today on GPS for Life for You Kids, let's study the solutions that we find in the Bible to help us love like God loves. Now, I'm going to give you and your parent or guardian just a few moments to locate the following scripture, and this will be our primary teaching text for today from 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, 4 through 8 verses. And 1 Corinthians, by the way, is the seventh book of the New Testament, and it comes just after the book of Romans. So while you are finding that, I will step away just for a moment, and I will be back Shortly. Welcome back. I hope you and your parent or guardian have found today's scripture lesson text coming from 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. And I'm going to be reading from the International Children's Bible. And let's start with verse 4 in this scripture lesson text for today. And it reads as follows. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous. It does not brag. It is not proud. Love is not rude. It is not selfish and does not become angry easily. Love does not remember wrongs done against it. Love takes no pleasure in evil, but rejoices over the truth. Love patiently Accepts all things. It always trusts, always hopes, and always continues strong. Love never ends. Wow. So we find in just these four very short verses that we are given examples of both what love is and what love is not. So now let's just take a a closer look uh, at each one of these verses. So as we start at verse four, we see verse 4 tells us this. It says that love is patient and kind. So this lets us know that when we are upset about waiting or we say unkind things to someone or about someone, that we are not walking in love. Verse 4 also reminds us that love is not jealous of others and does not boast and be prideful. So we shouldn't be sad when someone Get something that we want it for ourselves, or we should not brag about the things that we have or think that we are better than others. This would not be displaying love. Verse 5 shares that love is not rude, selfish, or easily angered, and doesn't keep count of the wrong things people have done. So therefore, to best summarize all of these things, we must be considerate of others in order to be loving. You know, the Bible tells us that we should actually think more highly of others than we do of ourselves. And boy, can that be a challenge because sometimes in on any given day, we will tend to focus on ourselves. But God wants us to be loving by being concerned about others. Uh, verse 6 says that we are told that love does not like to participate in things that are evil or displease God. Love also gets excited about the things that are truthful, not things that are false and dishonest. So when we love with a heart like God, we will make good choices instead of doing things that are hurtful. We will also choose to tell the truth instead of telling a fib or something that is false. Now, moving along to verse 7, Here again, we talk about patience, so this must be very important, but we're just looking at patience in a little different way. This time, it refers to being patient and not complaining when things don't turn out the way we hoped. Again, this may seem difficult, but when we remember that God has promised to work all things out for our good, we can be more accepting when things occur that we don't understand. It is for this reason that we can always trust God. We can be hopeful and stay strong, even during difficult times. Because remember, love never gives up. Now, when we think about love, you know, the best example, the best example of love is not found in a novel or on TV or in a movie. But it's the incredible love that God has for us. This type of love that God has for us is considered an unconditional love. So what does that mean? That means loving without exceptions or without limits. There's another very special scripture that uh, addresses God's great love for us. It tells us that there is absolutely nothing that we can do that will keep him from loving us or separating us from his love. This is found in the book of Romans. 8, 38 through 39. So, you can actually just back up one chapter from where you are in 1 Corinthians, and you'll be there at at Romans. And again, that's Romans 8, 38 through 39. Now, this scripture says, in Romans 8, 38 through 39, it says this, Yes, I am sure that nothing can separate us from the love God has for us. Not death, not life, not angels, not ruling spirits, nothing now, nothing in the future, no powers, nothing above us, nothing below us, or anything else in the whole world ever be able to separate us from the love of God, that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. How amazing is it. You, know, in fact. This was the type of love God showed to us when he gave his only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins. Sin is like a a powerful meteor that hit the earth and caused a a great divide, say like the Grand Canyon. And so this example being similar is what happens uh, when we hold on to or have unrepentant uh, sin. Uh, it creates a divide that separates us from, from God. Uh, and it is as if we are on one side of the Grand Canyon and God is on the other side. But because Jesus died for our sins, when we ask him into our hearts, God sees all our sins being nailed on the cross with Jesus and he forgives our sin. So Jesus becomes like a bridge that allows us to be close to God again, connecting the side that we're on from the Grand Canyon to the side where, where God is. And so now we can be together again. Now, that is amazing, special, special love. Now, love is so important that Jesus himself made two very powerful statements about how we're to love God and others. And you can find these statements in the first book of the New Testament in Matthew. 22 37 through 40 and it says love the lord your god with all your heart soul and mind this is the first and most important command and the second command is like the first love your neighbor as you love yourself so we must first love god with everything that is in us and then we should love others like we want to be loved so now let's Let's pause just for a moment and have what I call a redirection reflection. So after listening to today's message, would you say that you are following the example of Jesus by the way that you love others, through your patience, kindness, not being jealous, proud, not bragging, not being rude, selfish, or keeping a record of others' wrongdoing? Instead, are you choosing not to participate in evil doing and thus showing that you care for others and and look for the good in them instead of being suspicious and thinking the worst of people? Finally, are you keeping a positive attitude and choosing not to complain? If so, you are loving like God loves and this makes him so happy. Remember, we show God our love for him by not just knowing what the Bible says, But by obeying what the Bible says and loving others. So, in closing today, let's pray and let's ask God to help us learn from His example. Dear God, thank you for the wonderful lessons you share with us about love in the Bible. Thank you most of all for the great love you have for us. I want you to know how thankful I am you gave Jesus to die for my sin, so I don't have to be separated from your presence. Help me to love like you without limits. Amen. Thank you for joining me today on GPS for Life for You, kids. And until our next time together, continue to love like God loves and know he has. a love for you. Until then, be blessed. Bye-bye.